Thank you, Pastor Alex and worship team. Please remain on your feet. Push your best hand clap together for the Bossmans tonight. Praise the Lord. Y'all may be seated. Okay. So tonight, this is what my voice sounds like. This is my Alaska voice. When I'm in Louisiana, I have a total different voice. When I'm in Dallas, it's different. But it doesn't matter because I can still make a joyful noise to the Lord. Amen. Amen. I spoke to the ladies this weekend and I said the most important thing that you can do is to get yourself filled, overflowing with the word of God. Because there will come a day that you cannot pray, you cannot testify, but nobody can take that word away from you. Especially if you make sure and certain it's not just head knowledge. It settles in your spirit because nobody can touch your spirit man. That's that part of yours that is connected to God the Father. His spirit connected with your spirit. So let me talk to you out of the word. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. And I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge, my fortress, my God, and in you will I trust. Why do I trust him? Because 1 Corinthians 1 and 9 says, God is faithful, trustworthy, reliable, ever true to his promises, and you can depend on him. Because you see, he, this God that I so trust, is the able God to do abundantly above all I could ever ask or think of according to the power that works within me and greater is he that is in me that is in he that is in the world because if the same spirit come on church that raised Jesus from the dead dwells within me it shall quicken every mortal body for his glory and his honor. I'm closing with Psalms 46. God is a very present help in time of trouble. Verse 10, therefore, be still and know that I am God, saith the Lord. Every head bowed, every eye closed. (laughs) After that, all I have to do is give the invitation, give the altar call. (laughs) Don't clap like that. You want me to go home. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that is great. That's why I always call her my little ball of dynamite. 
And I, I can tell you this, that over all the years that we've been married, I've learned that she is no longer my better half. She is now my better 90%. I thank God for her. I really do. You know, I'm so happy that after we've been married for a few years now, that I love her more today than I ever have. And she's not only my wife, she's my best friend. She's my prayer partner, she's my ministry partner, and we usually go together all around the world. Thank the Lord. I'm so glad that 10 or 12 years, or how long that's been, 10 years, that God didn't take her home. Because if God took her home at that point in time, I probably would have also been home by now. I just thank God for her life. But before I get into the Word, the other evening I, I prophesied to this young lady over here, and I said, that young lady over there, and another young lady stood up before you did. Remember that? Who was that? Is she here? I, hmm? She what? She works in the children. Okay, let, let her come. And while they're going to get her, let me say how happy and elated I am that Pastors Vince and Ava and their people are here with us this evening from Anchorage. We're honored. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you. And I want to take this moment to say thank you to to so many of you that have been so faithful. You had been here with with us for every service. Uh, And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you also for your your financial support. Uh, Thank you that you have done so much to make this series, this revived series, an effective series. Because if you didn't show up, we could not have had church. So thank you. Thank you so very, very much. God bless you. And then, of course, thank you. Thank you to our dear friends, pastors, Daniel, Kara, Bracken. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You, you have blessed us beyond... You're even knowing and understanding. And I've got to tell you that we love Alaskan salmon. And we love halibut. And I am so excited because I can't wait to get back home. Because when we leave tomorrow morning very early, we're taking with us a frozen box of Alaskan salmon, halibut, raw honey. Whoa! I think we've been to the land of milk and honey. Amen. It is, it is so good. Hallelujah. I can feel it right now. Uh, praise God. And I can promise you every time I Cook the salmon, not in the microwave oven. (laughs) Well, number one, 
I think it may turn out a disaster. Number two, I really don't think it's going to taste good. But every time I grill it outside on the grill, I promise you, I won't even think of you. <laughs> yeah, I'll remember you. I sure will. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I think the only bad thing of being here at this time is uh, we'd like to come back. It is, it is so good. This is, this is like family. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've got to tell you, young lady, the, uh, the Holy Spirit woke me up. And he said, you remember that girl that stood up? And you said, I'll get back to you. But I want to talk to the other young lady. And the Holy Spirit said, you never got back to her. And this is what you've got to tell her. The Lord wants you to know that your time of favor has come. Because you have been faithful, God is going to take you from the back of the line and is going to put you in the front of the line. Because you've worked so hard to be accepted and so many times you've been rejected. But God said that is over. That is over. Your season of favor has come. And every time you experience favor, you've got to remember what God said to you tonight. Every time you get a parking spot at the main entrance or wherever, that's favor to remind you that your season of favor has come. When you stand in line at the cashier's desk and suddenly one opens next to you and they say, come on over here. Remember, it is the favor of God. Favor has come to you, young lady. And through you, favor is going to flow to those that you are ministering to. And they will experience the favor of God. May the anointing of the Holy Spirit exponentially rest on you. In Jesus' name. My God, let her experience super natural favor. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Amen. I, I, like, I like that. I like your continued prayer, praise, applause to the Lord, shout to the Lord, praying in the Holy Ghost. I almost want to say the time is going to come, Pastor Daniel, that you're going to have to install a bell. And they're going to praise and worship and shout and pray in the Holy Ghost so much you're going to have to ring a bell to stop them. But don't ring the bell too soon, though. Amen.
Father, in the next few moments, we declare our total and complete dependence upon the leadership of the Holy Spirit. I do believe that for someone here tonight, it's going to be completely life-changing. I pray for the flood of the Holy Spirit to open our hearts, to open our minds, and for the Word to come alive in Jesus' name. Amen. So we have come to the last day of the feast. We have come to this final moment. And I cannot tell you how deeply impressed I am to see such a huge crowd that has gathered here tonight. It says one thing to me. It says that you are hungry for more of God. And hunger means that you are not satisfied with where you have been, but that you are desirous of much more of where you are to take you where God wants you to go. Now this service, I believe, is a significant moment in your life. Pardon me if I'm going to talk to you tonight. I'll probably preach a little, but I just want to talk to you tonight. Because I believe that this service this evening is absolutely a significant moment in your life. If we believe that the steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord then obviously we do not believe in things like coincidence or chances or things happening by accident. You are not here this evening because somebody invited you. You are not here simply because you are merely inquisitive. Neither are you here because you always come. I believe that you are here this evening because God has made an appointment with you. Before you even showed up, God was already here waiting for you. Because God wants to do something so significant in your life tonight that you will never ever be the same again. I believe that you are here this evening to receive something from God in a very unique way. And what I'm talking about is not about hearing words or gathering more information. It's not about educating yourself a little better. 
I believe what you and I are going to experience and what I am talking about is about a process, a process of getting closer to where God wants you to be. Because I am convinced that there is nobody within the sound of my voice that has yet reached your full potential. There is so much more that God has for you. And we need moments like this, special moments of engaging with God and God engaging with us. What I'm going to talk to you about this evening has to do with wanting to move into a realm, a realm that is only available through the Holy Spirit. What I'm referring to and what I'm talking about this evening is impartation. And I'm going to spend the next few moments talking to you on the vital importance of impartation and what that really means. Many times I think that people have a wrong connotation of what impartation really is. And when I'm saying impartation, I am not referring to some kind of a mystical thing. I think I said it last evening. It's it's not some kind of a na 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 kind of thing that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about some of the crazy things that's going on in the church world today, where people are going and lying prostrate on the graves of the heroes of the faith of yesteryear, on the graves of Amy Simple McPherson and John G. Lake and, and Smith Wigglesworth, and, and lying on those, those graves asking God to impart into them the anointing that these men and women had that is totally unscriptural I want to say it's almost demonic to me that's not what I am talking about I am talking about biblical impartation that comes from the Holy Spirit and from him alone But I want you to understand that when I am talking about impartation, that I cannot simply impart something into your life at my will or even your desire. It's a work of grace. It's a work of God. It's a work of the Holy Spirit. And you can go ahead and and, uh, pull up for me Romans 1 verse 11. And we're going to start there. When I talk about impartation, I am talking about a very 
specific moment when God does something beyond our human comprehension. Romans 1.11 says, For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established. This impartation that I'm talking about is a spiritual impartation, and it is meant to set you on course to do what God wants you to do because I feel certain that you know that God has a very specific purpose in life for you you were not born to die you were born to fulfill God's purpose on this earth And when you were born again, you were not saved simply to go to heaven. And when you were saved, neither were you saved to stop you from going to hell. That's all good, but it's more than that. The reason why you were born again is to do the works of God upon this earth. And God has a very specific gift and calling upon your life as a child of God. And we receive that through things like impartation and, and, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit that operate through us. And I don't want to go too wide with us because I want to zero in on this one aspect of impartation. Now, also if we can look at 1 Timothy and chapter 1 verse 14, I believe it is. It says... Do not neglect the gift that is in you. Well, probably I gave you the wrong one. I, but let me read it what it is over here in my notes. He said, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. This, I believe, is one of the clearest examples of impartation. Now, as we proceed, I want to say to you that impartation is a means. Uh, You can take all that overhead scripture. Impartation is a means, listen, of how God brings us into his purposes quickly. I want to say that again. Impartation is a means of how God brings us into his purposes quickly. Impartation, I believe, is a release of the gifts and the power of God suddenly for a specific purpose that has to be done. It is a means of God taking us from where we are and in the, listen to this, in the moment of time, shift us 
into another realm of purpose and opportunity. God's way of getting things into our lives, which is in his heart, is through this process that we call impartation. The slow way that we learn things in life is by making mistakes. <laughs> but God has a different way and the way that he does it is through impartation. It is a moment where God suddenly and many times unexpectedly drops something into our spirit that changes us and sends us towards our destiny that is greater than we have ever thought possible. Now, there are people in this service here this evening. I want you to listen to me. Who are going to receive an unction from God that is going to propel you into a future that is greater than anything else you have ever encountered. Because God needs people to function in that realm. And God wants to endue people with that power to do those works in the realm of the Holy Ghost. I believe that there is a prophetic assignment to some to hear this evening that will usher in much needed breakthrough in this session. If you have been asking God for supernatural turnaround in your life, if you have asked God for healing, if you have been waiting on God for financial breakthrough, if you have been asking God for your unsaved loved ones to come to Jesus, if you have been waiting on God to move your mountain, then I have a word for you this evening. This evening, this moment holds the promise of God's release of his presence and bountiful provision toward you. And you are suddenly and unexpectedly going to experience the breakthrough of those things that you have been waiting on God for. There is blessing for your well-being, blessing for your spirit, blessing for your soul, for your body, your marriage, your relationship, your finances, and whatever you may need. There is a realm of revelation of the Holy Spirit that even through the spoken word slams into our spirit with such certainty that we know that we will never ever be the same again and also realize that we will never be able to march to the beat of the same drum any longer. Yeah. 
When divine impartation takes place, there's also a divine change that takes place. And with that divine change comes a divine destiny. And for that divine destiny, you need the impartation of God in your life to direct you, to bring you to that place of total and complete breakthrough. I believe that even this evening, even as I speak to you, impartation is already beginning to take place. The Holy Spirit is, is making you sense something on your inside. The, you, you just sort of simply know, oh, wow, hey, well, I, I, I don't know what I'm sensing, but I'm sensing something. I, there's some, somehow an alertness in my spirit. There, there's, there's an excitement in my heart. There, there's something that is different. And I want to say to you, don't ignore that. I believe it's impartation that is already taking place in people's hearts and in people's lives. And God is getting people ready tonight for that divine impartation that's going to change your life forever. And you don't have to wait for the end of the service. You don't have to wait for some kind of an altar call. You don't have to wait for someone to lay hands on you tonight. You don't have to wait for somebody to sprinkle some oil on you tonight. You can receive that impartation from the throne room of God even as I speak because God doesn't want you to stay where you are. God wants you wants to take you to where you ought to be. God wants to take you to the fullness of your life. God wants you to reach that determined destiny that's there in your life. God doesn't want you to get stuck. God wants you to grow. God wants you to advance. God wants you to be effective. God wants you to be successful. God wants a powerful ministry to explode on your inside. And in order for that to happen, there's going to be a divine impartation that is very, very hard to even try to articulate. And I believe that that's going to happen supernaturally. I'm not sure that it's necessarily going to happen to everybody. I pray to God that it will happen to everybody that's here. But there are going to be some, there may be many psalms here tonight that are going to receive that impartation and you will know it when it happens on your inside. You will know that God has deposited something that you will never be able to turn away from. And as I say, it can happen even as I speak. Let me tell you a story quickly of my my good friend, Evangelist Reinhard Bonke. Has anybody ever heard of? All right. Reinhard and I have been friends for many, many years. I know, I know many good stories that I can tell you, but I'll probably tell you one, perhaps two tonight. But I want to tell you this one. This, this really fits so much into what I'm sharing with you. Reinhardt, when he left Germany, he went to South Africa as a missionary. He then made his home base in the country of Lesotho, in the city of Masiru. 
And when Reinhardt started, Reinhardt really struggled. He really did. Worked hard, but he had a tough time. He didn't feel like he was, he was even successful. Sometimes wondering even if he should have gone there. And then he heard of a young evangelist in the country of South Africa that God was mightily using for miracles, signs, and wonders, and many, many thousands of people got healed through his ministry. So Reinhardt invited this young evangelist to come to Masiru, and he arranged this huge gathering. First time that he's, he's ever done that in, in, in Masiru. And people were very excited about this. And on the day that the revival or crusade or meeting should start, there were thousands of people that showed up. And Reiner drove on his way to the hotel to go and pick up the evangelist and passed by this building and noticed the crowd that had already gathered. He came to the hotel, but when he came to the hotel, the evangelist was packing his car. He was packing his bags and everything into his car, and obviously not even dressed to go and preach. And Reinhardt went over to him and he said, Brother, he said, it's time for us to leave. We've got to go to the service. And the evangelist looked at him and he said, Reinhardt, I'm so sorry, but I'm going home. Going home? Yeah. The Lord, or the, he said, the Holy Spirit told me I've got to go home. No, no, you, you cannot go home. <laughs> There's no way you can go home. There's a big crowd already waiting. What am I going to tell them? There is no way you can go home. He said, Reinhardt, I am so sorry. You have no idea how badly I want to be there, but I cannot be there. The Holy Spirit said, I've got to go home, so I'm going to have to go home. Reinhardt in dismay looked at him and he said, now who's going to pray for all the sick people? And the evangelist looked at him and he said, you are. <laughs> Reinhardt had never prayed for miracles like that. Oh, let me say probably not never, but that was not his ministry. He, 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 he was not known for, for a healing or a deliverance ministry. He was very upset and let that dialogue remain there. Reinhardt then finally got in his car to drive back to go and tell the people that the evangelist has left. <laughs> he went home. And I'm so sorry, but we're going to have to cancel this, these meetings. And Reinhardt thought to himself, that probably means the end of my ministry also. Nobody would ever believe me again. Nobody would show up for another big event if I had to have one. So he, he was driving over with a, with a discouraged heart and, 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 and almost a, a broken spirit. 
He walked into that building that was packed with people and he stood on the platform waiting to step forward to make the announcement. I'm sorry, the evangelist left and went home. Meetings are canceled. And suddenly, there was a divine impartation. And God spoke to Reinhardt, and he said to him, Reinhardt, my word in my mouth is just as powerful as my word in your mouth. He said, God, if that is you, will you say it one more time? <laughs> now, you know, I have found that God usually doesn't repeat anything. But that day he did. And he repeated again. Reinhardt, my word in my mouth is just as powerful as my word in your mouth. Speak my word. And suddenly there was an unction of the Holy Spirit upon Reinhardt. An impartation had just taken place. He stepped forward to that platform and he took the microphone and now under the unction of the Holy Ghost with an impartation that had come into his spirit for the first time in his life, he raised his hand and he declared over that huge crowd and he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command every blind eye to open. And suddenly, way at the back, a woman screamed, I can see. And then another one shouted, and I can see. And another one shouted, I can see. And all over the place, I can see. I can see, I can see, I can see. They're on their feet now. Somebody now shouts, and I can hear, I can hear, I can hear. Crutcher started flying through the air. Wheelchairs were emptied. People ran to the front and pandemonium broke loose. And God blessed that place because of one single impartation. Come on, shout and give the Lord praise. And the rest 
as they say, is history. Today, Reinhard Bonke and his team have left, led 70 million people to receive Jesus Christ. <laughs> My God. My God, what's going to happen tonight if there's going to be one such impartation in this gathering? What's going to happen if you would hear God suddenly speak to you? What will happen if suddenly there's going to be a divine impartation that's going to change your life and your ministry and your destiny forever? And what I'm saying to you right now is not some kind of a mystical thing. I am talking to you about reality because God is getting ready to release the power of the miraculous, the supernatural back into the church as never before. And we will see the blind eyes open and the deaf ears to hear and the lame to walk and wheelchairs to be emptied and cancers to fall out and tumors to dry up and the dead to be raised. It's time. It's time. I said it's time. And all we need is a divine impartation from God. And that impartation I cannot give you. Only God can. You can ask me tonight to give it to you. And I cannot. What I can do is I can anoint you with oil. I can even lay hands on you. And through the Holy Spirit there can be a divine impartation. Just like the scripture that I said. What Paul said to Timothy, that was a divine moment of impartation. And he says, and you received that by prophecy and the laying on of the hands of the presbytery or the elders, if you would. There, there, but, but at the end of the day, I, I, cannot, I cannot lay hands on you and impart to you what I think you should receive or what you even desire. All I can do is by faith, we can come into agreement and I can lay hands on you. I can anoint you with oil and there can be a divine impartation which most likely will happen but I want to say at the same time I don't have to lay hands on you I don't have to anoint you with oil like it was in the case of Reinhard he, he, nobody laid hands on him nobody anointed him that evangelist didn't lay hands on him and say okay now I'm going to impart into you the gift that God has given to me he, that's not what happened it was a divine moment that God broke through the realm of impossibility in a moment of despair in a moment of discouragement in a moment of depression is when God broke through and God said my word in my own mouth is just as powerful as my word in your mouth I'm so excited about the church of the living God 
because I know one thing for sure, and that is that Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Based on that, I can tell you tonight that the church is not going under. The church is going over. I'm telling you the best days of the church are still ahead. The best days of the church are not behind us. The best days of the church are not over. We are not sick, lame, and lazy. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead that's dwelling in all of us. And therefore, we have resurrection power. We have overcoming power in the name of Jesus clap your hands and shout to the Lord I believe that the church has a clear assignment we are to exhibit the multifaceted wisdom of God now it must permeate all we are and all we do there, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. There's an urgency to the clarion call of the moment. And we are going to have to accelerate our actions. I want to try and head for a close. God is not confined to human time. He is not confined to the clock. He's not restricted by 24 hours. He's not restricted by 60 minutes. God is a sovereign God. And God's time conveys the notion of unboundness, the notion of fluidity, of God's purposes intersecting and overruling this finite world of chronological time. Again, God is not bound by a 24-hour cycle because when God moves, it's what we can call, it's the God kind of time because God is not bound by our clocks. He's not ruled by time. He's not ordered by the watch. He holds time in his hands. He lets things happen in a moment of time. And what normally would take a lifetime, God can do in a moment one day is as a thousand because God takes time and he lengthens it in the way he wants to. He can shorten a day. He can make the sun to stop at its tracks at the midnight hour like it did for his servant. Everything is subject to his authority. We may be bound by our chronos time. We may be bound by our 24 hour clock and it may in our 
ours normal finite minds say we have to wait but when God comes through impartation time does not matter anymore and God can do something in a moment of time that will otherwise take a long time and with one word God can change your life with one impartation he can change your circumstance with one circle with one impartation he can change where you are I believe with one impartation he can open your eyes open your ears he can help you to get up he can revive you he can restore you he can remake you because through impartation it goes beyond the bounds and the limits of human comprehension it goes down into the spirit and in the moment of time God can do a miracle that is otherwise impossible that's why you are here right now God is ordering your steps something is about to happen in your life tonight suddenly suddenly in a moment of time because I've already told you this is a divine appointment and the only one that can make you miss it is you you can be filled with doubt and unbelief reject what I'm saying and go right over you or you can say I believe God but I believe man I believe God and when you say in your spirit I believe God you are setting the scene for that impartation I believe that God has vividly demonstrated throughout the Bible that he works in seasons and cycles and patterns and understanding his timing is key to activating his great blessing in your life it's all about God's timing and that's why I'm saying prophetically I've said it several times I'm going to say it again I want to say it again I want to say it again you're not here by chance you are here because God wanted you to be here you have walked into God's time zone you did not know that today is going to be your time zone you had no idea this is going to be the moment that you're going to walk into that realm of impartation everything is aligned for this moment And it only makes sense that there has to be, must have been a struggle in your life recently. Because we are aligned for this moment. And because God has made an appointment with you. You have gone through a bad season. You've gone through a rough time. You've gone through struggles. 
and you've gone through tension and you've got you've gone through severe attacks to get you off course some cases it's become dark around you in many cases you you have probably gone through a physical struggle Perhaps you have faced some things that you could not understand why. Some of you woke up at two o'clock in the morning and couldn't go back to sleep again. Some of you faced some unbelievable things. And I've got to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why you have gone through those tough times and may still be going through that tough time. I'm going to tell you why. It's because Satan always attacks those who are next in line for a promotion. Heaven released the message that blessing is on the way to you. Heaven has released the message that the favor is coming to you, that impartation is coming to you, that a miracle is coming to you, and all hell has tried to stop you, to discourage you, to take you off course, to have you throw in the towel, give up and give in. But you've made it. You've made it. I said you've made it. Here you are. Here here you are, here you are, and the moment has come for your divine breakthrough. If you believe that, shout and give God praise. Come on, shout and give him praise. You had no idea that you were walking into your right moment of time this evening. Things that otherwise may have taken years may happen in the next few minutes. God is releasing divine impartation. And you know what it is that God has given you as a dream, as a destiny, as a desire. But there is more to it than just receiving it by knowledge and understanding. You must activate it through receiving it through simple faith. And as you respond to God, He's going to respond to you. And the results of honoring God on His divine appointments are miraculous. That's why I declare unto you that in the next few moments, miraculous things are going to happen in this place. Hearts and lives are going to change and destinies are going to change and this whole atmosphere is going to change because God has made an appointment with somebody. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know what's your name. I don't know. But God does. And this is your moment of walking into your circle 
of the divine, miraculous power of God. Stand to your feet. This whole atmosphere is loaded. This whole atmosphere is loaded. Lift your hands way high. Again, lift up your head. You've been looking down long enough. Lift up your head. Now lift your voice and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. to do that pray out loud pray with boldness pray with authority right now that's right go ahead go ahead lift your voices lift your voices pray in the Holy Ghost Release the power of God. Release the power of God. You are creating the realm of the miraculous right now. Hallelujah. Pray a little louder. Pray with fervency. Don't shout, but pray loud. Now, just for a moment, I want you to just pause for just a moment. Because I just want to let you know that the Bible says when you pray in tongues, you edify yourself, which means you build up yourself. When we get together like this and we pray in the Spirit like we do, there is edification that takes place and it builds my faith. That's really part of what that means. It builds me up. It builds my faith. It takes me beyond the natural into the supernatural. Because when I'm speaking, it's not my mind. It's the spirit that is speaking through me. I want you to do this real quickly, please. I want you to join hands with those standing next to you. And I want you to cross the aisles, please. too much time but I believe God doesn't have does not need to have a lot of time because by faith I declare 
in these next few minutes, miracles are going to take place. People that have never received Christ are going to be saved. People that have never been filled with the Holy Spirit are going to be filled. People that have wandered away from God are coming back. I believe that miracles of healing are going to take place in the next few minutes. I believe that your life is going to be restored and divine impartation is going to take place. And as it takes place in your life, it will flow to two other people and two other people will flow into you through the impartation of the Holy Spirit. So what I want you to do is keep those hands joined, but now lift them heavenward. Lift your hands heavenward if you can. If you cannot, that's understandable. That's okay. Lift your hands way high. Keep them joined. And now once again, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Releasing that anointing. Releasing that anointing. Releasing that anointing in the name of Jesus. Release that anointing. Let it flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Now lift your voices louder. Let this place begin to shake. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I speak forth. Jesus, yes, yes. 
can let go of those hands, but go, go ahead and shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. Shout to the Lord with a voice of triumph. Shout to the Lord. I've got to make a declaration here quickly. And then I, I, I hope you're going to shout. I believe the Lord wants me to just make this declaration to you. Shout! For the Lord has given you the city. My God, my God, my God, my God. There, there's a young lady standing over there real quickly. Yeah, yes, yes, ma'am. Lift your hands way high. I see that the that the anointing of the Lord is upon you right now. And God is going to set you free to be a mighty instrument in his hands. And, and you are going to bring many other people to Christ. You are going to become a soul winner. You're going to be a testimony. God is going to set you free. God is going to make you an example. And the power of God is going to flow through you. But just, just honey, let her, let her open her eyes and look here quickly. I, I need to tell you real quickly. The hard part of your life is over. Your tears are over. Healing has come to you. Deliverance has come to you in the name of Jesus. You're being made whole tonight in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody give the Lord another shout of praise. Praise the Lord. Would you be seated, please? We're going to go ahead and, as is our custom, we're going to bless the man and woman of God. We're going to take up a love offering for the mushers. Would you help us quickly, please? an envelope to record your giving just go ahead lift your hands ushers are coming amen just pray and ask the Lord what you should do the accent you hear is a South African accent God called them here is it uh, 20 years ago 29 years ago to America and uh, as an evangelist and then built a, a, a church in a community our size, uh, over 3,500 people in a community our size, which is that's significant. God used him to raise up a great church to impact St. Charles, Louisiana. How many of you know where that is? I know where that's at. And... Um, They've been traveling, equipping, and helping pastors and churches. They're just filled with wisdom. They have a real call to help their, not only America, but uh, South Africa, where they're, where they're from. 
and they've got uh, schools training and so your offering tonight's going to go towards the entirety of the offering is going to go towards them and their efforts as they travel around the world as I said the entirety of the offering everything that comes in tonight goes directly to them we'll send them on with one check for all the meetings that they've been doing praise the Lord Ushers, would you come, please? Praise the Lord. Father, we stand in awe of what you're doing in our midst. We're, we're so grateful. We're so thankful for your kindness, your goodness, your grace, your power the impartation that you're releasing to us. And Lord, bless the gift and the giver multiplied many times over. Thank you for the bossmans, Lord. Encourage them, strengthen them, open up doors of opportunity. Thank you for the gift that they are to the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Ushers, go ahead. Pastor, as they are receiving the offering, I want you and your wife to come and kneel down over here. If you can. Stand, that's fine. Just stand. Pastor Vince, come and help me with that bottle of oil. I believe before we close this meeting that we need to lay hands on your pastors. And what I'm saying now, I'm saying prophetic, prophetically. The reason why we've got to lay hands on them and anoint them with oil and ask God for a divine impartation is because the calling of God upon their lives are going to increase exponentially matter of fact it has already begun and what God has for them is so much larger than I think even they can imagine. And they are going to need the impartation of the Holy Spirit upon their lives to achieve what God has called them for and to accomplish what the Lord has sent them for. Because from them and this whole church, they're going to impact not only the nation, but nations. But I have learned that the anointing flows from the head all the way down to the hems of the garment. And as the anointing increases upon them, the anointing is going to increase upon them all of you 
because the anointing is going to flow down until it reaches the hems and the oil begins to drip in the sand. They don't even know yet the places where they're going. They don't know yet the nations that they are going to impact. They have no idea of mighty doors that are going to open. They have no idea of the kings and the presidents and the prime ministers that they're going to talk to. They don't even know the names of nations where they're going. But for that, they're going to need the unction of the Holy Spirit. your hands out towards them. And for that reason, we need to anoint them with oil. We need to anoint them with oil. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, anoint them with oil. We release divine impartation when the mantle falls upon you my son you will know that I have anointed you like I have David and the time will come where you will reach the fullness of your assignment. In the name of Jesus, I pray God, touch him. In the name of Jesus, Lord, it is so huge that if she had to know, she will be afraid. But through the impartation, she will have the strength and she will have the courage and the ability and the faith. Therefore, we say in the name of Jesus, touch her. Lift your hand. There's an anointing in this house. There's an anointing in this house. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.
down the road. Jesus, Jesus. Your anointing, bring the oil past events. Jesus. flow my God through this entire row let it flow my God let the anointing flow in the name of Jesus let that anointing flow let it flow Father in the name of Jesus let it flow whoa God has called you for a time such as this Jesus my God touch them touch them touch them touch them oh God and anoint them through the power of the Holy Spirit. Anoint them, Lord. Anoint them, Lord. Anoint them, Lord. Lift your voices and pray with us. Pray with us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My God, each and every one. Let the anointing come upon them. My God, let it flow through them. In the name of Jesus, Jesus, my God, Jesus, let there be a flow of your Holy Spirit oil. Oh God, lift your voices, church, and begin to magnify the Lord. <laughs> Exalt Him. Exalt the Lord. Magnify Him. Magnify Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, let there be a corporate anointing. Yeah, Lord. Yes, Lord, a double portion, double portion, Lord, double portion.
my God, my God, my God, my God. Lord, I want to lay hands on this man of God in the name of Jesus. God says, Sister Eva, come, come, come quickly. God says you've got to increase your zeal. there's much work to be done you, you, you kind of run always here and there and everywhere God says you've got to run in a direction now like you've never run before run the race that is set before you God is going to give you the ability and he's even going to give you the provision it's going to come and you're going to have a breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth receive it receive it in the name of Jesus I release that anointing in both of them, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Come on, just for a moment longer, lift your hands. Service is almost over. Come on, sing to the Lord. Come on, just make a brand new song to Jesus tonight. Come on, sing in the Spirit. Lift your voice and glorify Him. for what you've done tonight. Thank you for divine importation. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. It is a custom in this house to not close without giving an opportunity to get right with God. There is a hell to shun and there is a heaven to gain. The only way that you and I can make it to heaven is by believing on God's only son. That he died in your place. He died in my place. He died for us. You know the scripture perhaps. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever would believe on him would not perish but have everlasting life. That means there is a perishing without him. He's come that you might have life and life to the full. He's come that you might have life and life abundantly. To be made a new creature, a new creation. To have your sins forgiven. To make heaven your home. To be his ambassador. To be his minister of reconciliation. He's the one that made you. He made me. We're formed, made even before we were in our mother's wombs, the Bible says he knew us. He's predestined us to be adopted, to become sons and daughters of the Most High God. But you've got to believe on him. You've got to repent. You've got to ask him to forgive you of all of your sin. You ever lied before? Yes, you have. It's common to being a human being. We've a fallen human nature. We've lied. You ever stolen? Yes, yeah. You ever taken the Lord's name in vain? Yes. You ever lusted after somebody? The Bible says you already committed adultery with them. I mean, we need help. It's more than a rule book. The Bible's more than a rule book. We need a Savior. All across this place, those online, examine your heart. Are you right with God? If you died tonight, this is your last night would you go to heaven if you can't say unequivocally with confidence yes then you need to give your heart to Jesus 
If you can't remember when you gave your heart to him, you probably didn't. You might not have. Every head bowed, intercessors praying all across this place. Examine your heart. The closing moments of the service now. If that's you, you want to get right with God. You've never given your heart to him. And you want to give your heart to Jesus for the first time. Or maybe you gave your heart to him when you were a little boy or a little girl or even a month or a week ago. But you know you're not right with God right now. And you need to come back. Quit compromising. Come back to the Lord. Sell the farm and come home to Jesus tonight. If that's you, want to give your heart to Jesus for the first time. Or you want to recommit to him. All across this place, on the count of three, slip your hand up. Those of you online, two. One, two, three. Two, lift your hands right now. God bless you over there. God bless you. Raise your hand high. Unashamed. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you in the back. Praise God. God bless you. Thank you for your honesty. God bless you. Praise God. God bless you in the back over there. God bless you. Praise God. God bless you. Raise your hand high. If I didn't see you, make eye contact with me. All right. I see that hand. God bless you. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, sir. Thank you, son. Come on, pray this right out loud, right where you are. Say, dear Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. And thank you for rising again from the grave for me. Forgive me of all of my sin and come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Wash me and cleanse me. Make me new. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Give me a hunger for the word and a hunger for fellowship with other believers. And use me. Come on, say that again. And use me to fulfill the purpose you have for my life. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Won't you lift your hands, surrender to God, Holy Spirit. Fill, touch, break every bondage, break every curse, break anxiety and depression, hopelessness and despair, suicide and addiction. We command you to go in the name of Jesus. We thank you that every curse is broken. Lord, we declare, we proclaim now the freedom that's in Christ and pray, Holy Spirit, that you would fill these now with power. Holy Ghost, let your fire come upon each and every one. Come on, if you have the freedom to pray in the Holy Ghost, go ahead. If you've never been filled with the Spirit, the evidence is speaking in tongues. Just open your mouth and let those sounds and syllables come out. You will receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the other most parts of the earth. Holy Spirit, power upon these. Be filled. Jesus' name. Come on, put your hands together for God. Come on. All right, let's close. The last thing Jesus did before he ascended is he reached his hands out and he blessed them. I'm going to bless you. Blessing is real. Did a study on it. Been closing every service like, like this ever since I did it. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. Father, bless your people. Cause your face to shine upon them. Lift up your countenance towards us. Be gracious to them. Keep them. And give them peace. In Jesus' name, go with God. If you don't have a home church, we'd love to see you here on Sunday. 
We love you. God bless you. Thank you for visiting. If you're with us, praise the Lord. God is great. Go into the mission field. Tell everybody all about it. Jesus is alive. Palm Sunday, this Sunday, we'll hope to see you. God bless you. Praise the Lord.